I still can't believe people listen to this, but hey, that's uh, if that's what y'all want to do, then I'm all for it. I got another one for you. So this time I'm in Iraq. It's 2006, 2007, with a 259 field service company, a bunch of colorblind people who didn't get their first pick at jobs in the army. Trust me, it was uh, it was a bunch of great great colorful folks not that we could see all the colors because of the color blindness but uh you know there we were and we needed a job when we got to Talil. we were scheduled to go to Talil. we got the job i mean or the, the slot and then you know it turns out our mos the thing we do uh they don't do that there the, the soldiers don't do that that's been contracted out by a bunch of third party folks so um we got a new job. We got base security now. We got quick reaction force. We got guard towers. We got the pedestrian search, vehicle search, uh, all kinds of stuff. We were in charge of the base security. It was fucking, yeah, laundry guys went from I'll wash your clothes for you to I'll make sure no one murders you while you sleep. A uh, little bit high, higher intensity position, I, I, would, I thought. Um, maybe. Maybe and maybe not. I'm just being a bitch. All right. But <clears throat> now I'm at the vehicle search checkpoint. And, uh, you know, we I bounced around from a few positions. We all did for various reasons. Not that, like, we just got kicked out. Uh, sometimes we just got switched because we noticed people got burnt out of the same stuff over and over all the time, feeling like, you know, it's, it's crazy. You need a change of scenery over there sometimes. Even if everything's going fine, you got to... It's not going fine. You're there. Trust me. It ain't fine. But, uh, so we're at this vehicle search pit. And, uh, well, now some shit's really not going fine. Because, goddammit, we've been overrun with not, like, enemies this time. (laughs) But just trucks coming in. We gotta search all these trucks. They're wrapping around the fucking lines that go out into the desert, into the nether, uh, past Al Nasiriyah and all this shit. There's all these trucks, all right? And we gotta, we gotta get them all through the checkpoint. We gotta make sure they're all good to go. And that takes a long-ass fucking time. That's a lot of work. Uh, shit, yeah. And we were just, I was beat down. So I'm in this uh, guard shack, when it's one of my turns to be in there. And I'm, I'm pretending to be asleep. Cause I don't want anyone to talk to me. I'm not asleep because I'm uncomfortable as fuck. It's hot. I'm all cramped up. Got all this fucking gear on. I don't feel like taking it off, right? Cause then I gotta put that shit back on. So fuck all that. So I'm. That's right. Sorry. So I'm in the guard shack and I'm just trying to fake asleep because I don't want to talk to anybody. Uh, but no, I I do I do hear these motherfuckers talking about I don't know who at this point I can't even remember but um I was talking about some PSPs that they either know about or they took or something I hear someone talking about PSPs and they how they might be somewhere around I did hear that part and then I got asked about if that's what I heard because it turns out that these people they, they fucking stole some shit off of one of the uh merchant trucks that was coming onto base and hit it so they could take it and do like you know whatever they wanted with it later and it was it happened at our station it was our team oh fuck 
So we're getting uh, all kinds of grilled, right? I've ne- I didn't do it. I don't even really know who did it, but I did lie about fucking uh, not knowing anything, which is why they fucking thought that I was going to be the one to either do it or something, because like I told them, I, I was honest with them after the fact. Big mistake. Uh, stick to your fucking story, kids. So, <laughs> um, yeah, they, one night after I've been grilled like five or six times for the same people, uh, I thought I was going to get to sleep. Okay, and we're in the L.A., which is uh, the living area in uh, Iraq, which actually probably looks a lot better than actual L.A. at this point. I would, uh, you would be blessed to be in in L.A. Seven instead of fucking L.A. You know, uh, R.I.P. Fam. Uh, good luck. But uh, <laughs> I. <laughs> Was uh, in in the in the I think it's called the Chew I don't know specifically it had like a tin trailer that if uh, the air conditioning was not working uh, fuck you because just die in there because that's what's gonna happen all right like the tent is almost more optimal honestly I would have preferred to have a tent because if the power goes out it's a tent it's not gonna cook you alive like this freaking uh, uh, sun what is that uh, greenhouse greenhouse effect ch- I really should have chopped those. yeah I'll, I'll see about editing this I'm not going to edit nothing what am I talking about so they're banging on the chew door or the, the greenhouse effect trailer door of mine and it's like I don't know not light yet it's about to be we're about to go to work somewhere in there and I'm in my underwear and I, they just bust up in the room. There's like guns and shit and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? A bunch of MPs immediately start going through all of my shit. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> damn it. And then they're like pushing me outside. I'm so mad, but I'm just so tired. I'm almost like, I don't know what I am. I'm just whatever. I'm outside. I'm in my underwear. MPs are going through my shit. I'm thinking, you know what? I don't know what's happening at this point. I don't know who did what. If, if, and I'm almost worried they're going to find some shit. Like, I'm almost fucking worried somebody may have gotten my roommate, who was a piece of shit, by the way, uh, to put something in my stuff for them. Because that could have been a possibility. And I'm like, oh, God. So I'm, like, kind of nervous. And then I hear first sergeant tapping. Shout at me, Johnson, put some damn clothes on. And I look at the crowd and I'm like, what? Oh uh, yeah, because I'm in my underwear and everyone, the whole fucking company is outside. I'm sorry, I'll say it again. The entire fucking company is outside and I've just been tossed in my underwear. It's a little windy, uh, a little chilly. I think. I don't remember it being particularly warm. But, you know what? I was gonna squeeze out some lemonade. Not literally. Metaphorical lemonade out of these lemons that the MPs were kind enough to dump on my fucking head at goddamn 5 o'clock in the morning. Why? 
because your boy was jacked, rippled, son. It was good back then, real good. I was doing push-ups in the IBA, working out constantly. I had like Kumite dreams. I was like Taekwondo sparring with our Ugandan uh, contracting forces guys. That was, I guess Taekwondo is actually pretty big in Africa. So we were doing like crazy training shit back there sometimes. It was awesome. So I was like in it to fucking win it, right? And now I got just tossed out in my underwear. Good luck. Good luck controlling the female population after that move, sir. Because I made eye contact. And I tried to. On purpose. The best I could. Probably missed every goddamn one of them. Probably stared straight at Haney because I was fucking tired. But I, that was the intent. Alright, we're, we're taking it back, boys. <laughs> And, uh, well, turns out they didn't find anything. <laughs> and I still got in trouble for being in my underwear. But you know what? Sometimes, sometimes it was, uh, it was worth it. I like that memory. Fuck it. <laughs> that was awesome when I think about it. And what happened to the guy? Uh, I like that guy too. I don't fault the guy. You know, people change. He paid for it. Like, uh, I they got somebody, and they uh, put that person in jail overseas. Now, what happened over uh, over in C's jail when they put him there for so many months? I don't, I don't wasn't even a year or anything. But he, he he came back to us. Fat son, they had him eating pizza and watching movies and playing football with the guards. <laughs> That's what he told us anyway. That's what I remember hearing and seeing. So he actually got like a pretty sweet deal. Ugh, good for him, man. Like, you know, not good that he stole. I'm not condoning his actions, but like, uh, I know he's grown too. Like, I'm not even sure like if the person I think about was actually guilty. I just know that he went to uh, that uh, little desert prison for it. And, you know, I know him as a very mature and changed person from when, like, I first known him. I, I could say that about a bunch of people in the service. I don't know. <laughs> that is the truth. That's, that's, it was crazy. And uh, I liked that tour a lot too I know I talk about Afghanistan so much but one of the things I loved about that tour was just the things that never would have happened otherwise uh, of course that encompasses everything but uh, I was in charge of the media outlet to our family no, was at the FRG group I, I was basically it's not what I mean yeah, I was in charge of like writing stuff back home <laughs> and I didn't agree with the war in Iraq at all when I was there I signed up to go because like you know I originally thought that we were gonna go kill the terrorists like a lot of us did and then I was like why the hell are we going to Iraq this doesn't make any sense and especially after there was no weapon okay I'm fucking getting off the track now Anyway, <laughs> so 
he called me into his office one day after I had written another paper that probably wasn't gonna get published. And I, I remember he looks at me and he's like, uh, Johnson, you think you're some kind of damn Peter Parker, huh? And I'm like, uh, well, I think you mean Clark Kent first sergeant because P Peter Parker was a photographer and he uh, he's just like oh uh, get the fuck out of my office <laughs> and uh, and so I did and uh, I don't think I wrote anymore for the 259 after that but honestly uh, yeah I can't blame him <laughs> Good times had by all. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'm going to dig up some more about the Iraq tour. And other stuff tour. It's, uh, other stuff tour. <laughs> other stuff too. It's not just all going to be about the army. But it, it's like, it's what I'm feeling right now. So I like putting it out there. And I'm surprised you guys are listening. I'm glad you are. And if you if you like my stories, fucking uh, let me know. And let me know, let me know the ideas. Anything you think would be good. I'll catch y'all later. Thanks. So there's another great story that I have to include. And it has to do with one of those trailers that, you know, I was, you know, my trailer actually in Iraq, in LA7 with my piece of shit roommate that I told you about earlier. Uh... Well, actually, it's not my trailer. I think it was Haney's trailer or Smith's. It was someone's trailer. We all had some time off for whatever reason. It was a very rare occasion, actually. A bunch of people that liked each other had the fucking time off at the same time. The shit was rare. So we were having a bomb-ass time, right? We had everything up in there. We had the non-alcoholic beer because we were lying to ourselves. And we had that fucking snacks. We were going whack with snacks, son, and the movies. Damn, we were playing and we had that fucking Silent Hill on DVD. Jams a-roaring out the desert, bitch. And so Armel, that, that was his name. Fuck him, I don't like him. Uh, he was there too, because, you know, he's a person. He needs some camaraderie. Not everyone hates him. I didn't fucking hate him. I just really didn't like him. Sometimes I hated him. So he was uh, going outside to smoke. And Haney, Haney saved the fuck day. I'll never forget this. And this is one of the greatest fucking things I've ever seen in my entire life. He took Armel's Gatorade bottle that was half full and unscrewed it, bare ass, bare assed, farted into that bitch and closed it back up. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I've tried to do stuff like this when I was a kid. Like, just like bottle farts and open it up in front of people and see if it works. It never really worked. I've never, I just kind of thought, oh, that's super fucking gross that he got there and did that. But I didn't think anything was actually going to happen. No, Armel comes back in from smoking and takes a fucking swig of this Gatorade that just got bare ass farted into and then hermetically sealed or just regular sealed, I guess, back into the fucking... Uh, Gatorade bottle and he starts like throwing up immediately like a fucking movie like he just out exorcist 
into the desert. Out of the door. He's like, what the fuck? Oh! And like, no, everybody just starts laughing. He knew somebody did something. But trust me. Trust me when I tell you. When you, when you see this mental image. And you, and you see exactly how fucked up that is. That that happened. I want you to believe. You have to. That this motherfucker deserved it. He deserved it so much worse. I promise. But, uh... He lived. And we all, we all lived with that memory. Oh my god. That pulled me through some hard times right there. But, yeah. Good, good for Haney. Alright. I just had, I could not leave you without giving you that gem. Alright, next time.